This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this LaSalle student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Good afternoon. Welcome into Winmore, Pennsylvania, LaSalle College High School for Philadelphia Catholic League regular season basketball action right here on BLS. Bob Long, Joe winning alongside, and we bring you Cardinal O'Hara against LaSalle in a game where both teams, Joe, they're going to need this one. Cardinal O'Hara 4-8 and eight on the year. 0-4 in the Catholic League. We went through, in the pregame, they went through Murderer's Row in their first three games. Ryan Carroll and then Newman Goretti. A loss to Conway League, and now they find themselves in dire straits. On the LaSalle side, they are 1-3 in Philadelphia Catholic League play. A loss on Friday night to Archbishop Carroll in heartbreaking fashion. Now, last game before they go play Archbishop Wood on the road, and then Newman Garetti on the road. This is one that, well, needless to say, LaSalle could use. No doubt about it. It's two teams that are really, um, I think, on a collision course to whether or not they're going to, starting today, as to whether or not they're going to make that, that at, at Final Eight. Um, you know, we, we talk about the, the records, LaSalle coming in at 1-3, and three, uh, Cardinal O'Hara coming in at 0-4, oh but that 0-4 oh is a little bit perhaps uh, mistelling. I think today will be a big test for both these teams in finding out how they really stand, um, in, in, all, all, albeit in the bottom half of the Catholic League. The starters for Cardinal O'Hara, number three, Tasir Jones, averaging 6.2 points a game. He's a junior guard at five foot seven. Martin Osai, senior guard at six foot three. He'll be sliding up towards the forward position as well, Joe, because we'll talk about this, but a little bit of a size discrepancy between these two teams. Jalen Peebles averaging 22 a game at five foot eleven, a senior guard that can do it all. Chris Johnson, a junior guard at five foot eleven, averaging 6.7 points a game, and then Trip Pierce at six foot two. But don't let that fool you, Joe. He has the body. He's going to go up there and be physical inside for O'Hara. My kind of player, someone that can get to the basket and finish. It's been a struggle this year for LaSalle in that department. Hopefully we start seeing steps in the right direction. Uh, I think a player, I, I talk about all the time, a player to watch today for the Explorers is going to be Sean Simon, the junior. I think I need him to step up, have a more prominent role to help facilitate, open things up for senior Matt Balls. For the Explorers, their starters, Sean Simon, Conrad Kiska, number 24, Zach Chrysler, and then the backcourt pair, Matt Paulus heading to her sinus next year, and Jared Stukes, the senior guard, a guy that is really the rock of this team defensively, Joe. The tough defense he plays out on the perimeter gets of two or three steals, if not more, per game, and at the very least always impacts the psyche of that other point guard. And there's no doubt about it. The one thing you love about his game is even when 
you know, I, I, I wouldn't describe him as offensively overall you know, the most gifted player, but he's going to fight for you and scrap for you. Even when the shots aren't falling, you can tell it doesn't phase him. Not happy that he's, when the shot doesn't fall, but it doesn't phase him. He's a facilitator. He's a pass-first guard that you need with a team like this that has shooters that can knock it down like Sean Simon, Matt Paulus, Conrad Kiska. You know, you need someone that can get them the ball and with opportunities to score. He does that. But, um, you know, since he first really started getting meaningful minutes as a sophomore for the Explorers, that's been the hallmark of Jared Stooks's uh, ability to, to really frustrate opposing guards. Now on to the floor, Martin Osai, number four, at six foot three to tap against number 24, Zach Chrysler, at six foot eight. O'Hara in their road, navy blue uniforms, the white trim. The maroon numbers, LaSalle and the home whites with the navy blue numbers, and we're underway. Tab uh, kind of gassed at both ways, very uh, an ill-advised, or shall I say unassuming, start to this game. But the tap won eventually by Cardinal O'Hara, and they're into their offense. Trip Sal Pierce. out in that man-to-man -man defense. I like that look. Had trouble against Bonner. Out in that 2-3 zone. I like to see them starting out in the man. Peebles looks towards Johnson. Short shot, no good from about 13 feet away. He'll go back LaSalle's way as it's knocked past the baseline. I'll tell you, they're listing Martin Osaye at 6'3", but watching him line up next to Zach Chrysler listed at 6'8", he's got to be closer to 6'5", six 6'6". Foot six foot six. There's not that much of a height disparity there. You don't see that very often, underselling size. Now Stukes Size has the sells, basketball Bob. and traveled with it. Apologize, Size Joe. Size sells, Bob. That's true. One area that the Explorers really need to improve on um, is capitalizing on turnovers. Now O'Hara following the walk with an opportunity to do that themselves here to start things out in the first quarter. A little 1-3-1 backcourt pressure. O'Hara able to beat it. Pierce now feeds up for Johnson. And Peebles will start the offense. Guarded by Chrysler. Likes the matchup. Pulls up. Long two. Back iron no good. And Simon gets the board over the top. Number four, Martin Osai. It'll go back the other way. First team foul. That's, that's just a great job boxing out by Sean Simon. Had position. Maintained it. And Osai, no, really no other option but to try to climb the back. Now Conrad Kiska offers Zach Chrysler. Kiska has it now at the top of the key. Beats his defender to the basket. High off the glass. A bit too strong. Chrysler there for the board. Feeds out. They work it around the top of the key. Now to Conrad Kiska on the right wing. They swing it. Chrysler had the three. Instead takes off the dribble. Jump stop in the lane. Off the glass. Good. Count it. And one. And that right there, Joe, is why you're going to see a lot of college interest college interested in, uh, in this kid right here. He can do a lot of things. No doubt. I mean, starting off with the left wing, getting to the basket in four steps, all, all the way to the opposite side of that little spin, roll in, beautiful thing. And now with the opportunity with the old, for the old-fashioned three-point play. Um, and, and you know what? It started with him getting the offensive rebound off the kiss and miss, creating opportunities for himself. Missed the free throw. Stukes runs down the rebound now. Chrysler for three, no good. Got a nice look from the top of the key. Couldn't hit it. 2-0 Explorers, 6-18 to play. Peebles beats his defender to the basket. No good off the glass. It was affected by Zach Chrysler, that shot attempt. Peebles sneaks through. That one can't get over the front rim. Two shots on that possession alone, affected by the reach of Zach Chrysler. Now Paulus launches a three. It's good from the left wing. Stay hot, young fella. Stay hot. 
He had three points on Friday night against Archbishop Carroll, but they were a big three points, a very long three that ended up taking the lead. It was the last points LaSalle would score, but Paulus, a very timely shot. Now O'Hara inside, good two-man basketball, ends up in the hands of number 23, Chris Johnson, and he puts it in. You talked about how physical a player Chris Johnson is. You saw that on display there with the pick and roll, getting in the basket and finishing. Paulus cannot answer from the baseline, 15 feet away. Rebound down to Trip Pierce. Kind of a slow start for both these teams, Bob. Wow, a wild shot. They were trying to go up and under to Sear Jones, way out of control. Numbers for the Explorers. Kiska to the basket, head fakes, lets the defender fly by and off the glass and good with the lay-in. And not a turnover per se, but such a wild shot. Good to see LaSalle capitalizing on that opportunity in transition. And Peebles has it taken away, is able to take it right back. Goes to the basket, runs over Conrad Kiska, no call, and it's off the glass and good. Kiska maybe leaning back a little bit, Joe, as that contact was made. Yeah, I think that's what, and I think the officials are really putting the emphasis more on the fact that not sure Conrad Kiska was all the way set up and in position to, have, to maintain that position to get the offensive. They feed it inside for Zach Chrysler. Patience in the double team feeds to Simon. Finger roll no good. Gets his own rebound. He's blocked on the way up. Now Kiska on the baseline. Got to stay out of a double back there and able to feed up top to Jared Stukes. They'll reset the offense. 4-19 to play. 7-4. Explorers lead. Like we were saying, Bob, kind of a slow start to this one, but LaSalle's starting to heat up. Chrysler inside. Head fake. Traveled on his way to the basket. It was a good feed from Jared Stukes. That penetrate and then draw that double to get it downtown to the big man. But, Joe, I think a little bit uh, maybe surprised to get that basketball, Zach Chrysler? Yeah, it didn't look like he was expected because he really, I mean, it was a nice pass, didn't really have positioning. Uh, but to get the ball in there to him, a good job feeding the big man in the post, not able to capitalize on the opportunity for the Explorers and a turnover. Some back, backcourt pressure is feigned as Conrad Kiska backs off of Jalen Peebles. Now they look for Chris Johnson. Peebles will launch a long three and hit. About four steps behind the three-point line on the right wing. Simon tries to answer from the left wing. No good, a bit short, and the rebound down to Tessier Jones. Don't mind the shot so much as the LaSalle lack of getting back on D. Again, Peebles from the same spot in transition. The assist to Tessier Jones. LaSalle falls asleep on defense getting back. And that's six quick ones for Jalen Peebles. Yeah, they don't do a great job running the floor on offense, so there's no numbers on the, shine, on the Simon three. They're not getting back on defense, allowing Peebles to have a good look at the basket. He's now leading all scores in this one with eight. And, you know, O'Hara's a team with ten total. Ten-seven and a bad pass from Allen Powell. Just came into the game, threw it right into the gullet on a bounce of Trip Pierce. Now Peebles through the lane, and he's fouled on his way to the basket. They'll wave off the shot as it happened back by the elbow. He ended up finishing with a nice up and under with the English with the right hand off the glass. Very impressive. Very very impressed by Peebles. Just, just his mere size. I mean, really, he looks like a fullback out there playing playing basketball. Yeah. And you saw that last time getting to the basket, just cutting through defense. Cutting through Pe defense. Peebles could have been called for a moving screen. Instead, launches a three and hits again. Jalen Peebles, three for three from beyond the arc in the last three possessions. Unanswered points thus far. Yellowstone needs to get a quick, needs to get an answer and a stop in a big way here. Now trailing by six. Powell 
Nearly pushed off Peebles. Gets into the lane, though. Good hesitation dribble, but then throws it away. They're able to get it back. It's a scrum on the floor. Stays in bounds. Now goes out of bounds. And LaSalle, very fortunate to keep this basketball. And Joe. Oh, no. They're going to call it the other way. Wow. I disagree with that call. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can understand why. It was crystal clear from here. So Allen Powell, two turnovers in his last two possessions. That's a good point. And there's a moving screen from Chris Johnson. That one was probably a couple possessions coming. And it goes back to LaSalle, but Powell just doesn't look ready here. Yeah, I think you got to bring Stukes back in, as you see. I think they're doing that here. No, no. So Stukes coming back in. It's going to be Sean Simon going to the bench. A little bit surprised to see that. Allen Powell going to come off the, guard, the one spot. I guess go to the three with Paula still on the floor. Yeah, I think what you probably want to see here uh, yeah, Powell turned it over, but uh, get more ball handlers on the floor. As Kiska is taken down, a little kick by number five, Shahir Brown-Mars. I'll tell you, I mean, it's not that he's had a ton of success doing it this year, but you do like the way Conrad Kiska is attacking the basket more as a sophomore, not settling for those threes. Inside, ball was tipped, got all the way to Chrysler. Patience to let the double team subside, and he's fouled on the strong side block. Wow, I think that's five team fouls already, Bob. And that goes against Trip Pierce. Pierce is first. No, I'm sorry. They're going to call that on to Sierra Jones. So, Joe, not the body, but instead, it was kind of a, a lackadaisical strip at the basketball. I'm surprised to see that be the call. Now Paulus launches a baseline three. In and out, no good. Brown Morris has the carom. But for the Explorers trailing by six, you got to be happy at least to have O'Hara in foul trouble early. Five team fouls, two more gets you to the strike. Johnson spins in the lane, has the mismatch, and hits off the glass. The turnaround shot from three feet away over the smaller Allen Powell. And there's that size disadvantage that you talked about, having Powell with the three. Paulus quickly from the baseline, no good. And all of a sudden, LaSalle trails 15-7, to 142 to play. Peebles for three, no good. Maybe a bit forced, and Powell gets the long rebound in the corner. Bobby, you just have to wonder if the Carroll game Friday night, we're seeing a little bit of the hangover effect of that. LaSalle really not coming out firing, not getting back on defense, transitioning slowly on offense. You know, not, 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 not very impressive early on. A foul comes against Jalen Peebles. And that is the six-team foul. Peebles first. All of a sudden, LaSalle with the next foul will be in the single bonus. And how about it for Cardinal O'Hara? All their points coming from two players. Peebles with 11, Johnson with four. Wow. 15 total. Stukes gets by the defender. Werner on the ball screen. Stukes to the bucket. Werner tries to tip it up. Second time does. Give him two offensive rebounds and two points on that possession. Brett Werner. Second chance opportunities and finishing. That's a great way to get yourself back in the game for the Explorers. 15 to 9. Johnson has it now. Nearly traveled with the basketball. Could have been called to Sear Jones up near the logo. Stukes stays with him on the baseline. Now a fadeaway from the baseline. No good. Johnson, a strong board. Too strong off the glass. I think he expected more contact than he got, Joe. Really like Brett Warner underneath the basket, though. He's so tough. Not one of the, not one of the biggest explorers on the floor. Still some pretty good size, no doubt. Six foot five. But gets, really controls himself underneath. Patient and grabs a lot of boards. Paulus, no good from three. It was a great look from Jared Stukes. That one just off the back iron. And 28 seconds now to play in the first quarter. Cardinal O'Hara is going to go into the break with a lead. Right now it's six. They're trying to add. So critical for LaSalle to get a stop here. Really need to limit the damage of this first quarter. 
go into the go into the end of the first quarter, only down six. Ten seconds to play, still not getting anything going. The point guard to Sear Jones, looking to get it to Peoples and does. Peoples gets in towards the lane, throws for Pierce, knocked out of bounds by Kiska. Two point zero seconds to play, and O'Hara will inbound from underneath their own basket. Got to love the effort there by Kiska. Active hands getting out of bounds, leaving O'Hara with only two seconds to get a shot off. Jones inbounds for Peebles. Fires it up. Crazy shot. It actually went off the glass and then the rim. Unbelievably was somewhat close. But after eight minutes of play, it's Cardinal O'Hara 15, LaSalle 9. And you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball right here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back. Beginning of the second quarter right here on BLS. 15-9, Explorers trail. And Cardinal O'Hara, led by Jalen Peebles with 11 points, has gotten a lot what they want uh, offensively. Chrysler inside for Kiska. A nice feed and finish. Conrad Kiska off the glass and good. And there you go, Joe, doing your work ahead of time, getting Conrad Kiska in a position to succeed. That's a great finish, too, by Kiska, absorbing the contact, a lot of contact underneath. Thrown away on the offensive end by O'Hara. Quickly into the offense, LaSalle. Simon stutter step into the lane. Power dribble this time from Chrysler. Throws it up wildly, but he's fouled by Trip Davis. No, no Trip Pierce, excuse me. I didn't mean to over talk, it, uh, talk over there, Bob. I apologize. But, again, a nice job by the Explorers big man. This time it's Chrysler attacking the basket. I like that, uh, that approach. You have the size advantage in this game. you got to exploit it. Not only that, now you have O'Hara in the bonus with 17 fouls. That means every foul moving forward, they're at least getting one shot at the free throw line. And Chrysler hit the first. He hits the second. LaSalle's going to get a late substitution. Jack Rothenberg into the game. And my apologies again. <laughs> I think that's the third time I called for a foul for Trip Pierce. That one actually went against Kevin Reeves, the 5'10 freshman who just came into the game. Again, I didn't see it there, Joe. Something personal, Bob? No, I I mean, I'm sure Trip Pierce is is a real scholarly young man. And now Pierce has the basketball. Great feed inside, and Zach Chrysler says no. Pierce gets it back again and misses, but emphatically blocked against the backboard. By Zach Chrysler. And now on the other side, Reeves says no to Matt McMahon, who just came into the game. And it's a block party here in Winmore. Man, that was such an opportunity, though, for LaSalle to get some momentum back. They could have scored off that block. 
Oh, what a missed opportunity for the Explorers. To Sierra Jones. Has the basketball guarded by McMahon. Up near the logo. 6.45 to play. Jones fires. No good. In and out. Chrysler, a strong board. Really like Chrysler's overall game. In rhythm three, Simon short. She bounces to Peoples. Beats Simon down the floor. Off the glass and good. 13 for Jalen Peoples. And O'Hara leads 17-13. to 13. Bob, I've tried to keep, I'm trying to do a better job this year of keeping score of the game in, in terms of tracking player scores. I'm going to run out of space pretty quickly on this card <laughs> here for Peoples if he keeps up this pace. We're going to need the old legal size. That's right. 8 by 14. McMahon hits the three from the left wing. Good roll and replace as Jared Stukes went in toward the lane. McMahon replaced him and a good turnaround find. Now Reeves floats. No good. Chrysler, an uncontested rebound. He's well on his way toward 10 rebounds. He could be there by the time it's half, Joe. All the talk about you know the sophomore class, it's good to see Matt McMahon making an emphasis, making an impact early. Both he and Brett Warner, both juniors, getting buckets so far in the first half today and, get, and getting, keeping LaSalle within one. 17-16 O'Hara. Chrysler has the basketball, passes off for Jared Stukes, comes off the ball screen for McMahon, gets that same look, same play, a little short this time, and Pierce has the carom. Could be wrong, but it looked to me like a, uh, Jones might have gotten a fingertip on that one as well. Not quite the same spin on the shot as his first one. Jones, no tip on this one, knocks it down from the baseline. A little late closing out, Jared Stukes. Now Stukes lead for McMahon. They work it around to Jack Rothenberg, his first touch offensively. Feed inside Zach Chrysler, double team comes on him, head fakes, puts it up, and is fouled. That one should go against Kevin Reeves, but I should learn my lesson and not assume. We'll see who this call goes against. Indeed it is. Kevin I'm Reeves, on, his second. On trip Pierce. <laughs> but, no, again, I love it. I really like Coach Dempsey's approach here, which is getting in, getting the ball into the paint. You know, I, I think that's the way to do it. This game, you know, um, the shots from the perimeter have, have not have not fallen outside of Apollos 3. I think you continue to attack the paint the way they're doing it, um, especially when you have big men who can, make, who, who, who can knock it down from the charity stripe. Chrysler hits them both. It's 20-18, to 18, Alan Powell at the scorer's table for a late substitution. He'll replace Matt McMahon. And for Chrysler, now 4-4 four four from the free throw line. You like to see that from your big man. Johnson having trouble getting it inbounds, and a timeout called. Jason Harrigan realized that there wasn't much time left to get that basketball inbounds. LaSalle tightens up on the full court pressure. Full timeout on the floor. 4.50 to play second quarter. Cardinal O'Hara leading 20-18. to 18. And you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. This portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292.
Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. Explorers trail 20-18 to against Cardinal O'Hara in a Philadelphia Catholic League battle. Joe, we mentioned the urgency in the pregame and at the onset of our telecast today. Cardinal O'Hara 0-4, LaSalle 1-3 in the Philadelphia Catholic League thus far. And Bob, I couldn't have been more wrong about letting, excuse me, a quick steal from the Explorers right out of the timeout. It was tipped on the baseline. Stukes came up with it, and now they'll take their time offensively. I couldn't have been more wrong about allowing Peebles to be the one to beat you because he's beating it like a drum right now to the tune of 13 points with four, minute, four and a half minutes left to play in the first half. Paulus, a wide-open three. It's good. Nothing but net for Matt Paulus from the left wing. So important for the Explorers. They're going to have success start gaining some momentum, building some wins. It's a play of Matt Paul. It's good to see him knock down two threes in the first half here today. Chris Johnson feeds back for Tasir Jones. And they'll set up the offense. Paulus was having good defense. Now Powell guarding Peebles. I should say Jones. And nobody's giving him an easy dribble anywhere on the floor. Peebles has it now on the baseline. Lines up a baseline three. Barely drew iron. And that one was forced. Now Explorers out on the break. Stukes past the defender, looks for Powell, drives to the bucket. No good off the glass, but attacked the defender and gets two shots. That time shots. it was Trip Pierce. P Trip Pierce, his second foul, uh -huh. I believe. John Joe? No, just his first, Bob. That's just his first. And I think you got him at five. But <laughs> actually, he's been, he, he got thrown out of the game five minutes ago. <laughs> but you got I mean, again, attacking the basket, it's it's – Led to nine team fouls for O'Hara. A missed free throw there from Powell. So the Explorers are going to hold on to that one-point lead. But a great job defensively on their last possession for O'Hara, Bob, of the Explorers. You just love the way they're frustrating Peebles. That shot he took off his back foot from about you know two or three feet beyond the three-point line in the corner. Toughest shot in the game. Powell two for two from the line. And LaSalle has come back. They take the lead 22-20. to with three minutes and 47 seconds remaining in the second quarter. And no surprise to see Peoples go to, the, uh, go to the bench after that last shot. I'm sure the coach is saying, you're trying to do too much, man. LaSalle doubled in the backcourt, and now to Sear Jones up past the midcourt stripe. Good cross-court pass. Now an elbow shot, no good. They can't get the rebound, and Matt Paulus comes up with it. Now Kiska through the lane, puts it up and good. I don't know that he ever had control of that basketball. Goes in between two defenders, lost control, batted at it like a volleyball, and put it in, and Cardinal O'Hara throws it away. I'm going to tell you, Bob, I think Kiska got away with a walk, too. Luckily for the Explorers, refs were a little slow on that one. Kiska wasn't, gets to the basket and finishes. Now Alan Powell to inbound next to the O'Hara bench. Behind his screen, Paulus opens up a three. Back iron no good. Offensive board for Kiska and blocked. Number five, Shahir Brown-Morris. It'll stay here with LaSalle as it went past the end line. Good cut. Jared Stukes off the glass. Good find from Alan Powell. There's a lot of contact for no foul on that Kiska shot, though, Bob. Now a drive to the bucket. There's a push from behind from Paulus. Nothing called. Shot good from Jafir Toller. You want to talk about a foul? Oh, man, they're letting him play on both ends. Werner for Powell. They work it around to the top of the key. Paulus, good look for Powell. Launches the three. No good. 
Kiska saves it in, but throws it into the bench of Cardinal O'Hara, expecting someone to be there. That time Powell, Joe. Yeah, he's just, just out of sorts. He's out just of out sorts, of sorts today. No spin on that yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to go to the bench now. Um, it's Paulson, Stukes, Simon, Warner, and Chris are on the floor for the Explorers. Yeah, I think that's the right move. I think you just got to, you know, maybe let him rest the rest, sit out the rest of this half, get his sure. head back together. A guy that's done so many good things for this team sure. and as a sophomore has shown a lot of maturity, maybe just not his best 16 minutes here. Now a nice feed, and the lob from Toller was well short. Now Chrysler comes up with it. Paulus thought about the three. Steps inside to the baseline and hits. Good luck from Matt Paulus, and maybe it looked like that, as well as the three he hit a few possessions ago gets him going. Really good to see Matt Paulus getting off, getting going offensively now with eight for the Explorers. And got a deflection into the backcourt. Back to get it is Peebles. Peebles now guarded by Sean Simon. He likes the matchup. Had a three to launch as Stukes went behind the screen, Joe. Surprise. And Bob, you wonder how much that last three he took the, the – you know, when he took it off his back foot, was kind of in the back of his mind there. With the, actually, was quickly taken out and sent to the bench. And a timeout called. Jason Harrigan just didn't see the offense maneuvering and developing the way he wanted. So a 30-second timeout here on the floor. We'll keep it here. A minute 48 to play. And Bob, there's an easy reason for that. You know, you talk about not seeing the offense developing. People's dribbling the ball way too much. Sure. Way Absolutely. too much up the top of the key. The ball not moving. Everyone's standing around. All eyes on Peebles for good reason. I mean, the man can fill it up, but you know, there's just absolutely no motion offensively. Right. Too many standing still. And a good timeout by uh, first-year head coach Jason Harrigan. Right, and you think about how he got his 13 points, right? Very few of them were because he was dribbling the basketball around. It's ball movement, opening up slips, double-teaming on the, the driver and opening up threes for Peebles. And if you are Jason Harrigan, that's exactly what you're discussing as O'Hara breaks the huddle right now. They trail 28-22. Yeah, for the first time in this game for Cardinal O'Hara, really you know, in a vulnerable position now, trailing by six on the road, a good timeout by Coach Harrigan just to get his guys regrouped here, try to get a bucket to get some momentum back in this game. Joe, you get the feeling this is a very important 100 seconds as Peebles launches, back iron no good, rebound tapped around, Shahir Brown-Morris off the glass with the left hand. Second chance opportunities, Bob. Such a killer. Got to limit him for the Explorers. Good look to the baseline. Kiska for three. No good. Chrysler gets the board and good with the left hand. Had to readjust in midair. Brown Morris went up to try to block him. A really nice finish at the bucket for Zach Chrysler. They lead 30-24. to 24. And if you're head coach Joe Dempsey, you have to be thrilled by the fact that you got a quick answer back, which has been an issue for the Explorers this season. When the wheels start coming off a little bit, find that answer. There's a foul. Peebles puts it up off the glass. No good, but that shot was on the floor anyway. Stukes muscled up against him, and you see this is going to be a good battle. Best defender for LaSalle at the guard position against the best guard for Cardinal O'Hara, and one of the best pure scorers we've seen this year, Joe. Look at the disparity, though, in team fouls, Bob. Nine to two. Nine team fouls for uh, Cardinal O'Hara, and only two for the Explorers. Make that three as Conrad Keska went for the steal against Trip Pierce on the lob. Really not a bad effort. No problem with that foul because if you get the steal, you're out on the break. And that's just the third team foul against the Explorers. But that is Kiska's second, so maybe semi-abridge that statement here. As he commits a quick one here at the end, he'll take a seat for the remainder of the half. Jack Rothenberg into the game to replace. Yeah, especially with the first half he's put together. Done a good job defensively. Six points out, six points in the first half for Kiska. Tough to see him go to the bench with a minute remaining. Alan Powell was clipped from behind inadvertently by Johnson. 
And now with 51 seconds to play, Tasir Jones has it. Goes one-on-one against Simon, looks for Pierce. Pierce in toward the elbow. Back for Chris Johnson, and they're going to reset with Tasir Jones, guarded by Sean Simon up near the logo. Jones puts up a shot, and there's a foul call and a block against Jack Rothenberg. Late is correct, Joe. And they're going to call that shooting foul? No, no, that's, yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, you got to get down the baseline. Wow, was that a late call, though. Yep. So they had them lined up at the free throw line, Joe. The one referee assumed it was a shooting foul, and then the gentleman that blew the whistle said, no, no, that was on the floor. Nearly thrown away. Good hands by Tripp Pierce. Jones might open up a three. Brown Morris, good. Shahir Brown Morris, the junior, puts it in, and with 30.6 seconds to play, it's 30-27. to 27. We talk about the importance of this 100 seconds. Here's Cardinal O'Hara within three. They need a stop. I think it was just nice of you to finally say something nice about Tripp Pierce. <laughs> you got to love when these little storylines develop in the midst of these games. I couldn't have put that on the placard before the game in terms of prep work. 14 to shoot for the Explorers. Stukes has it. Clock under 10. I'm thinking I'm going. I'm, I'm finding Chrysler here. Chrysler has it at the elbow. Great look to Jack Rothenberg. O'Hara fell asleep. Time for a quick one. Tasir Jones gets it off. It hit the front rim. No good. We go to the half. LaSalle leads 32 to 27. And as good of a look as that is from Zach Chrysler, we've marveled at his passing ability all year long, Joe. Equally so. Cardinal O'Hara fell asleep on a very important defensive possession. No doubt. And for the Explorers, that is huge. It's so much different having a three-point edge, a one-possession edge, as opposed to a five-point lead going into the half. Um, and really, like I said, you got to get the ball into the hands of Chrysler. Not only have we seen what you can do scoring the ball, but that time a great pass down to a cutting Rothenberg for an easy, what ended up being an easy two. So LaSalle, the adjustments in the second quarter, what did you see? I look at your score sheet now. Peebles held to just two points in that second quarter. They came all the way back and took the lead. Yeah, and I think there were, there were certainly adjustments made by the Explorers, but I also thought what was perhaps most telling was Cardinal O'Hara really appearing out of sync in the second half. They, LaSalle went to that trap defense up top trying to get the guards out of, out of sync, and they were successful in doing so. That led to two really ugly, ugly looking jump shots from Peebles there in the second quarter. Um, and if, if you're the Explorers, you, know, you, you got to be happy with the way that you were able to neutralize him after that explosive first quarter. 32-27, to 27, LaSalle leads at the half. We'll take a break and come back for the Hallen Hess O'Connell halftime show with our resident Hallen Hess O'Connell attorney, Joe Winning himself. We'll be back. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. 
Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera, on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the, you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game, and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. Welcome in. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. It's live here on BLS. Bob Long, Joe Winning, your broadcast team for LaSalle College High School basketball all year long. And now we sit here at the half, LaSalle leading 32-27. to 27. And, Joe, it's a game that obviously the next 16 minutes are very, very important, but... Let's just, you know, let's just say that LaSalle is able to come out victorious here today. Now they would find themselves 2-3 and three and going on the road, not playing at Archbishop Wood, mind you, because half their gym wall fell off. I don't know if you saw that story, but, uh, but half the wall came down, and so they're doing renovations there. Wood playing exclusively on the road, and they'll play that game on Friday night at Arcadia University. We'll be there to broadcast it. Looking forward to it, but... A little bit of momentum for the Wood program. It's not what happened on the floor. Colin Gillespie, a guy that was being looked at 
very strongly at the D2 level at the beginning of the season. Sort of the lower tier D1 as the we got from November into December. And now what you're seeing is Colin Gillespie. He got a lot of attention from some of the bigger schools. And Villanova was the one that was able to ink him just last night. Announced around 9.30 p.m. And uh, LaSalle, well, I should, LaSalle will be playing Gillespie, obviously, but Villanova now has their point guard that they were so desperately looking for out of this class. And it's a really interesting story because, you know, early on in his career, he was a two-sport athlete, also a really good football player, um, was Colin Gillespie. And, and, sure. And, and I think it took away uh, from, his, from his basketball. So after his sophomore year, decided to give up on the football, focused strictly on, on basketball. But even that sophomore year, I don't really remember – him making that much of an impact on the game until really last year, later on in the season. Sure. So it took him a little time. This year he's come out guns a blazing, second leading scorer in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Yeah. Um, but I, when, watching his game, I always figured he was going to be you know a, a player that goes maybe Drexel, Delaware, uh, a CAA style type school. That's that's type of player sure. I thought he was. He kind of reminded me of of uh, of D- Ryan Daly. Sure, that's the game Carroll. I was just about you to know, bring up. I thought there were a lot of similarities in their game. Um, but you maybe start, maybe Gillespie a little bit more of a pure you know point guard able to handle that point more so than Daly who is much more of an off ball guard right you know maybe that's not how Wood uh, plays him every minute of every game but I think there's a capability there that Jay Wright and his coaching staff are counting on. But when you heard I guess it was last Friday night's game I think it was against Archbishop Ryan when you heard that Jay Wright was in the stands. I mean, you, you knew that there was it was sharks circling the, circling the uh, so kill, I, so to speak. I actually thought we were looking. You know, when I say um, we, I say Jay Wright and team were looking at you know, Tyree Pickron or Pinckney. That that was my assumption. I wasn't really focused on Gillespie at that point because I did hear the news and I thought, okay, here we go. You know, maybe looking for another big man in the, in the uh, Catholic League or, or in this case, Pickron, the slasher that everybody has really high expectations for. I, I, Bob, what I wonder is just you know how much losing out on quad a green yep. had to play with, with, with the decision to really go after Gillespie as aggressively as it did. Cause truthfully, when I first heard it, uh, my, my initial reaction was, Oh, I guess he'll, you know, he'll come, come start out as a walk, as a walk on a preferred walk on or, but then you find out he got a scholarship. I was sure. I, I, I truthfully, that, that was my first reaction. He's going to go play his way on. Um, Cause really, I think coming into the season, he got, there was an injury during the summer. Um, and it sounded like his best, some of his best offers were coming from like Westchester. I mean, Division Two, yes, level that's right. schools. Um, and then it started, like you said, started heating up. More and more schools started getting involved. Virginia, Notre Dame, Delaware, uh, Drexel. You know, and uh, but I mean, I guess when Jay Wright calls, who who are we to say no? That's exactly right. I mean, you know, pulled a guy out of uh, you know out of this area a few years ago, Ryan Archidiakno, in terms of the local town. Pulled a local guy in Kyle Lowry. Now a little bit different players though in high school, both Arch and Lowry, uh, to what then compared to Colin Gillespie because Gillespie, like you said, late on the scene here has been very impressive this year. You just wonder what that role will be, and you know the concern when you look at Villanova and even phenomenally talented basketball players, which Colin Gillespie is. You look at guys like Dylan Painter, Tim Delaney, who came in originally thought, okay, these guys might play. The caliber of players that Jay Wright has recruited ahead of those guys means to me that those guys will never see the floor. At least not, not right away. Not saying that that's Colin Gillespie because I think he comes in more ready than Delaney or Painter. And, of course, Delaney had the hip injury that kept him out and probably took away a half step, which is the difference at this level. It's just worth mentioning and for it's whatever also, it's worth. But it's also worth mentioning, too, when you talk about 
you know, being a guard and playing for Villanova, what that means. I mean, really, you look at the success Jay Wright has had guard developing you. guards, guard yes, you. But, you know, that's, that's a two-edged sword, Bob, truthfully, because that means that, you know, high-level guards are going to be seeking to come play for him every single year. So That's it right. must be successful. It's not even this year. It's next himself. year and the year every after. Year. It's every year fighting for, to hold that spot down. I mean, look at Jalen last year. He, not that he took minutes away from Archidiacono, but he came in as a freshman first day and, and started giving Arch a lot of competition. That's just the nature of going to play at Villanova, and we wish Colin Gillespie Huge for the Catholic League. The best. Two from this class going to the Catholic League. Uh, or from the Catholic League to Villanova, Demir Cosby Roundtree and Colin Gillespie. But now we're underway here in the second half. Cardinal O'Hara will start with the basketball trailing 32-27. to Peebles through the lane. It opened up. Up and under. It's good with the finger roll. 32-29. A slow switch that time on defense. Sean Simon getting caught up on the pick. LaSalle coming out in a man-to-man defense. Led to an easy trip to the lane for Peebles. Matt Paulus into the lane. Good look on the baseline for Chrysler. Power dribble goes up. Good count it and one. And there's number two against Trip Pierce. You better be right on this one. <laughs> but once again, I mean, you really, I, 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 I don't think you can draw a game plan up any better than the way Coach Dempsey's doing it here. Defensively, you'd like a couple more stops. But they're just doing a great job attacking the basket. They're so, they're so focused on getting the ball down to Crystal. When it's not there, he's been able to kick it out twice to Paulus for threes. Hits the free throw, and now Chrysler gets called for a nickel dimer. Just kind of got caught in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Chris Johnson nudged into him, and that's a block against the sophomore center, his first. Yeah, and that time you said nickel and dime. I think you're right. I mean, just kind of. I don't even think he really realized where the ball yep. was or where he was on the court. Yep. Um, only his first foul, though, for the big man, so not an issue. 35-29. LaSalle leads Cardinal O'Hara. was a late run in the second quarter that gave them the lead. They led at half by five and now lead by six with 7.05 to play third quarter. You just want to see that urgency from the Explorers here in the second half. Really step, you know, take this game over, get some control, and give yourself a little breathing room here in the third quarter. Peebles runs over Matt Paulus. No call. Good look inside. Chris Johnson. Peebles got up in the air, didn't panic, Joe, and realized with a defender flying at him, he had Johnson on the baseline. So strong. So strong is Peebles. Able to absorb that contact, dish it off. And for O'Hara, the beneficiary. Stukes has it beyond the three-point line. Now Simon inside they go to Zach Chrysler. They want to work through him offensively. Righty hook, no good. Johnson with the carom. Wow, that was a nice move. A really good footwork by Chrysler, the baby. The kind of half baby hook there on the right hand. Hits the back iron, no drop. Long two, no good to Sear Jones. Good look inside now, and then they throw it away. Brown, uh, Brown Mars, I think, could have come up with that one. Now Kiska in the lane, jump stops, up, good. Timeout, Joe Dempsey. Really nice move from Conrad Kiska. Just kind of glides through the lane, gets to the spot he needs, and a solid finish. I have a pretty good idea what this timeout's got to be about, which is once again, uh, well, actually, I think it's twofold. LaSalle, um, last time defensively, two bodies underneath the basket for the rebound. That's, you know, that's not going to cut it. Nearly a second-chance opportunity. But, again, Peebles really having his way so physical in terms of getting to the basket again last time on last two possessions for O'Hara. So I think if you're Coach Dempsey, you're just reminding his guys, listen, you know, 
th this could come down to make or break it for whether or not we play where we're in the playoffs this year, this game right here. So, you know, we, we got to get refocused and, and, and reemphasize shutting people's out of this one. Listen, it's a great point, Joe. It really is a great point because you do look at the playoffs and it's already in question. And I believe I was looking this up before the game as it's knocked out of bounds. LaSalle picking up full court pressure. But remember, Joe, we, we called a game here against Archbishop Ryan. LaSalle was the four seed. They hosted a playoff game. They came in nine and four. They sit here now one and three, staring Archbishop Wood and Newman Goretti ahead of you this week. I mean, you just think about how important this game is. With all that in mind, LaSalle almost had a steal. It goes right through the arms of Simon. And poked away again, but LaSalle can't come up with it. So two forced fumbles, but they can't recover either. Backdoor cut. Up. No good from Peebles. Here comes LaSalle the other way. Fortunate really good off-ball movement. Yeah, no doubt about it, Bob. Great movement without the ball in his hands from Peebles. Kiska is blocked. Trip Pierce might have been a walk. Now he gets it back. Blocked again by Pierce, but it doesn't matter. The strength of Kiska off the glass and in. 39-31. Explorers lead and a foul in the backcourt. Jared Stooks with the arm bar. Reached in and fouled him. Yeah, Bob. I don't know about that one. Glad to see the Explorers get two, but there was a lot of movement there. From the big man Kiska. Oh, you're basket. talking back to the travel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or the not travel, not as travel. it were. Right. That's Chip Pierce's fault. <laughs> he pushed him. He pushed him. I tell you. And some confusion here. I thought the ball was going to be inbounds underneath, underneath the O'Hara basket. Yeah, I, I thought think, so, too. <laughs> I think so was Coach Dempsey trying to figure out where the how to get here. Now Johnson all the way to the basket, blocked by Conrad Kiska. He says no. Running the floor is the big man. Chrysler puts it up. No good. Tapped up by Kiska. Won't go. Through the arms of Trip Pierce and knocked out of bounds. Wow. Wow. Sean Simon was in there, as was Shahir Brown-Morris. I thought that Morris maybe nudged Simon and that the ball went off of Simon. Perhaps the referee saying split the difference. No foul on you. But it's going to stay with LaSalle, Joe. You hope, you know, going back to the original transition bucket attempt from Chrysler, you hope as he gets older, much more mature, stronger, doesn't allow the defender to take him away from the basket like he did on that one. Ended up having to really kind of shot put it towards the, towards the backboard as he got taken so far away from the hoop. Sean Simon missed a three off the inbound from the baseline. Good offensive rebound from Zach Chrysler. He's having his way inside today. There's a baseline look, puts it up. No good. Up the floor is Peebles all alone. Little cherry pick and puts it in. 39-33, 4.34 to play third quarter. But I'll tell you what, that's a heady play by a veteran there in Jalen Peebles. No get doubt. Out ahead. No doubt. Chrysler can't finish underneath the basket. Great contest by Trip Pierce. And now Chris Johnson has the carom. Cardinal O'Hara now, here they find themselves halfway through this third quarter, down just six. It could have been a lot worse, Joe. The Lions have to be happy with where they're at. Yeah, some serious huffing and puffing from, uh, from Zach Crystal. Don't know if the big man might need a blow. Wow, somehow all the way to Pierce, up, no good. Fouled by Conrad Kiska. Jalen Peebles again gets into the air. Joe doesn't panic. Sees the 6'8", Zach Crystal coming at him. Finds Trip Pierce on the weak side block. It's, it's very impressive to me because you feel like he's in trouble all the time, but he has an answer. Yeah, and just the way he elevates in the air. I mean, he just seems like he's hanging there, allow, allowing the rest of the defense to collapse around him. That time, fortunate 
to have Trip Pierce waiting in the wings for a good look and an unfortunate foul for Conrad Kiska. But like I said, I, I think this is a good a good move by head coach Joe Dempsey here, giving Zach Chrysler a breather. Really looked like he was winded the last time down the floor. Trip Pierce missed the first. Here's the second. End over and spin. Back iron no good. Offensive rebound, Chris Johnson. That's a man's rebound. Now Peebles through the lane, puts it off the glass, and good. Avoids Jared Stukes, who was waiting in the lane. Very impressive body movement and body control from Jalen Peebles, number 11. With 3.45 left to play in the third quarter, 19 points for, for Peebles. Paulus goes baseline, passes it. Now they get it out to the top of the key. Extra look, Paulus baseline three, barely drew iron. And now out comes Peebles. Peebles, one on four, doesn't matter, up and under, no good. Knocked out of bounds by LaSalle. Brett Werner and Conrad Kiska were in there. Werner didn't look to agree. Conrad Kiska, a brief discussion with the referee. But Cardinal O'Hara will get it back. And all of a sudden, Joe, we said it a minute ago, but now they're down four with the basketball, a little bit of momentum. Pierce in there, off the glass, no good. Conrad Kiska with the rebound, some tough defense. Jared Stukes. Looks for Alan Powell. Paulus, wide open for three. It's good. Right wing three from Matt Paulus, the senior, heading to her sinus next year. And LaSalle leads by seven. And it really, it, it, it's very interesting how much more, how much more comfortable Paulus is um, outside of that corner spot where I believe he's 0 for 4, but for the game, uh, three, for, uh, 3 for 8. I think all of his threes have come from the top of the key or the yell- or the the wings. Sure, it's when he gets stuck in that corner three that he struggled today. Which is interesting because traditionally that's been one of his better looks from from the baseline. They like to run that play on the inbound where he will throw it in. Stukes will come just inside the three point line, serves as a quasi screen, and Paulus will line it up. So, you know, just any any given Sunday, I suppose, no Joe. No doubt about it. But you know, overall, Paulus. Having a, having a pretty solid day. Uh, 11 points, one of two explorers in double digits. I'm sorry, one of three explorers in double digits. Paulus, Kiska, and Chrysler. Um, Paulus, a leading scorer with 11. But, um, you know, it's just that's his game. I mean, his game is knocking down threes. That's his. And when, when he's struggling, LaSalle's going to struggle with him. Sure. But it's good to see him today with three made triples. 42-35, O'Hara with the basketball. Lions moving from left to right on your radio dial to Sear Jones along the baseline across the lane for Pierce, and they'll reset with Peebles. Peebles to the basket, jumps up off the glass, doesn't go. He'll shoot two with the line on the foul. That one could have gone easily, oh, Joe. He's going to so want that powerful. one back. So powerful. He, I mean, he, he puts that, that shoulder down. And good luck stopping. He's like a Mack truck coming yes, through he is. there. Yeah. Peebles, first shot good. Now with 20 in the game, Bob. 42-36, single-handedly keeping this Lions team in this basketball game. And I think the message is clear for both of them. I mean, I think you can see it in both teams' faces, both teams' efforts. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, it's an urgency-type situation. This is a must. It's, it's funny to say it, but early on, it's a must-win game for both teams. Jalen Peebles good on two free throws. 42-37, 2.48 to play third quarter. Paulus dealing with some backcourt pressure. Two-man basketball with Stukes to get it across. Simon baseline three. Good. Sweet shot from Sean Simon. 
They're going to have to undo the rim, which got love caught. That. The net got caught on the Flip rim, the and net, I know baby. you love that. Flip the net. He said earlier this year that Dad wouldn't let you leave the gym ah, until you made that Got to be pure. Good outlet. Peebles off the glass and good. It was just a great offense to combat the full-court pressure from O'Hara, and it led to an easy bucket at the glass. How about Peebles? No fear going right to six-foot-eight Chrysler. Sean Simon is fouled. In there, number 25, Sam Coleman, and he will be the one called for the foul. You know who else is in there, though, right? Oh, you better believe it, Trip Pierce. <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> Could have been on him. No. Sam Coleman tabbed as the culprit. Sean Simon, good on the first free throw. That was good interior passing from Zach Chrysler, Joe, as he jump-stopped in the middle of the lane, drew the defense, and found Simon underneath the basket. One of two and an offensive foul against Jared Sooks. That's an easy call as he pushed off number 23, Chris Johnson, going for the offensive rebound. Never really a difficult call to make when you're the ref when you see that push-off actually elevate you upward into the air sure. as it did sure. that time for Jared Stooks. Picked up a couple extra inches vertically from that push. Man, if that was all the calls that were in basketball, Joe, I'd say you could suit up and be a referee. I don't understand. <laughs> Sam Coleman has it on the baseline now to Sear Jones. Offer Trip Pierce on the baseline. Chris Johnson spins in the lane, lost his footing, thought there was a travel there, thought it was pretty clear, but referee says no. There's been a lot of missed travel calls I thought today, Bob. Top of the key three. Step up and nail it, why don't you, Jalen Peebles? Sal's got, I mean, it's, it's, it's just simple. you got to find an answer for Peebles. 24 points now for the senior. 46-42. LaSalle leads by just four. 100 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Alan Powell backs it up to the logo. Guarded by Tasir Jones. Finds Paulus. Johnson went underneath the screen and said the flash to the elbow and a nice finish. Zach Chrysler catch and shoot from the right elbow. Just showing the versatility of his game. Not only can you finish in the paint, but outside. Peebles, a foul called against Alan Powell. Peebles saw that he had him beaten. So did the LaSalle coaching staff, Joe. Did you hear them down there yelling, pick him up, pick a man up? They just were too late, and Alan Powell tabbed as the culprit on the foul against Peebles on the drive. Talk about a tale of two different halves as, a, as, it, as it pertains to the fouls in this game. LaSalle now with six team fouls to O'Hara's just two. Timeout, Cardinal O'Hara. Peebles was screening and looking for the basketball, but Tessier Jones could not find him. And a full timeout on the floor. A minute 21 to play, LaSalle leading 48-42, to and you're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on BLS. This portion of today's game brought to you by Hallen Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. 
Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Welcome back. LaSalle College High School basketball. A quick inbounds pass. I think Zach Chrysler thought the Explorers had the basketball, so Jalen Peebles cuts to the block and hits it easily. Wow, not great out of a timeout there for the Explorers, Joe. Nah, caught sleeping. Caught sleeping defensively. Easy two points for O'Hara. Inside, Zach Chrysler has it, guarded by Pierce. Muscles through, puts it up, and is fouled by Trip Pierce. Bob Long, the happiest guy in the gym. <laughs> Some type of personal vendetta. We're still trying to get to the bottom of it. Well, you know what, Joe? <laughs> you got about 8 minutes and 40, uh, 45 seconds of basketball to figure that one out. Chrysler, short off the front rim, no good. Under a minute to play. First missed free throw from the big man in this game. Chrysler hits one of two, 49-44, five-point lead, but O'Hara hanging around the Lions, 4-8 and eight on the year, 0-4 in the Philadelphia Catholic League play. Desperate here as they got through Murderer's Row, as Joe Winning put it in the pregame, of Ryan Carroll and Newman Goretti, then a loss to Conwell Egan. Really crux point here if they want to make a run toward the playoffs. Pierce has it. Top of the key, Peebles. Extra look down low. Coleman floats and hits. Really nice from Sam Coleman going baseline. The head fake got the defender in the air. Paulus thought about the three from the baseline. Extra look to the top. Inside, Jared Stooks was lost by the defense. Off the glass and good. Another big time look that time from Chrysler. Great vision, court seeing the shrieking Stooks wide open. Peebles from three, left wing three, and that one was really deep, Joe. Woo, man, he's shooting it from the parking lot. Three to shoot, Chrysler will launch. Back iron no good, and that's the end of the third quarter. Peebles does it again, brings the Lions within two. With just eight minutes to play, we have one quarter of basketball left. 27 points for Jalen Peebles this afternoon, doing it all. We'll take a break and come back for the beginning of the fourth quarter. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School, beginning of the fourth quarter. Jalen Peebles has brought the Lions back again. It's just a two-point lead for the Explorers, and this one here, Joe, as we look forward 
Boy, we can have a good fourth quarter on our hands. We're so far, it's lived up to the billing. Elbow shot, no good, a little short from Chrysler. Three explorers in there on the offensive rebound. Kiska gets it off the glass and good. And Simon knocks it out of bounds. Guarding the inbound, full court pressure here for the Explorers. They lead by four, 7.42 to play fourth quarter. If you're Coach Stems, that's the effort you love to see. Three white shirts underneath the basket for the Explorers. And they throw it away. Simon can't get it to go. He's fouled. Got the steal after the double from Kiska. And Jared Stukes got it on the strong side block. It was really a nice feed if he were cutting to the hole, Joe. <laughs> All in one motion, goes up and is fouled. I'm going to be interested to see how Sean Simon shoots these. Looked like he jammed his thumb when he blocked the, the first inbounds pass. See if that has any effect. Didn't look like it, Joe. No. Pretty sweet no, stroke. That was pure. Boy, he does have a good-looking shot, doesn't he, Joe? He sure I, does. You know, I think the game maybe needs to slow down just a touch for him at times because he's hit certainly some huge shots this year. Also has gone cold at times. Hits both free throws, and LaSalle leads 55-49. They inbound to Peebles. He's the guy they want it. Poked away from him right into the arms of San Coleman, though. Very fortunate for Cardinal O'Hara. Here's a big test here for Jared Sooks. Manned up one-on-one with Peebles. Now Jones has it. Sam Coleman guarded by Sean Simon. Coleman gets by Simon, but elects not to go to the basket. Safety valve up top. Here's Peebles. Peebles, hesitation dribble into the lane. Thought he was fouled. No call Ooh. off the glass and good. What do you do if you're Jared Stukes? Pro. Wow, great defense. Better offense. Double team. Kiska spins baseline off the glass. No good. Good strong rebound, but it's a jump ball, and that's what size, that's what 6'8 does for you. Martin Osai and Joe, he started this basketball game. We haven't seen him at all at six foot three. You would have thought he's a guy in the front court we might have seen more. He got tied up with Chrysler. Yeah, and you could tell the coaches were all looking on O'Hara's side looking for an over the back call, but it's just the size of Chrysler. I mean, he's able to just reach around. He's just so long. He had a hold of it, no body contact. So really, I mean, there was no doubt about it. It was a jump, a jump ball call. The alternate possession did give it back to O'Hara, and then a quick foul by LaSalle in the backcourt. Sends number 25, Sam Coleman, a sophomore at six foot one, to the line to shoot one and one. Free throw good. That's a big one. To give him a second free throw, Joe, they trail by just three now, 55 to 52. One more coming for the sophomore. And a lot of time left in this game, Bob. A lot of time left in this game. It kind of reminds me of, that, of the Bonner matchup two weeks back where LaSalle at points seemed to be able to seem to be in a position to take control of the game. LaSalle earlier in the third quarter up by as many as eight. Now seeing that lead dwindle back down to two. Just we talked about it, learning that killer complex. Here's a baseline look. Kiska, no good. Peebles has it. Not a lot of numbers. Goes to the basket and is fouled by Jared Stukes. He'll go to the line to shoot one and one. And Joe, I, I don't know. Is that a good foul or not? He was out on the break, but you have a guy in Peebles that's been very solid from the line as well. And now that's the eighth foul on the Explorers. Fourth, personally, for Jared Stukes. So to answer my own question, no, it's not no. a good foul. No, yeah. I I mean, Bob, you made a point, and I think it's, it's, it was right on. O'Hara didn't have numbers, but they had the right number, number right. 11. Yes, they the charge. did. And just his ability to get to the basket has been superb. And you combine that with his, his, his ability to knock down the three. You know, we talked a lot about Colin Gillespie earlier on. There's got to be a college looking for a kid like this somewhere. Jalen Peebles, good on the first, earns his second. 
35-54. to play fourth quarter. I One think more he shot. has 33 points. I ran out of space. <laughs> I think he has 33. Wow. We'll give him 34 then. Hits the second. 55 apiece. All square here as we tick under 635 to play in the fourth quarter. Allen Powell, the point guard across the timeline. Paulus, open three, right wing, no good. Tapped up by Simon and good with the left hand. Sean Simon having a big, big fourth quarter. Seven points now for the junior. And that's strength there, Joe, as well. Held off the defender with his right arm, finished with the left. A block from Matt Paulus, a late foul called. Maybe he nicked him on the shoulder or on the head as Paulus flew by. That will be the call against Matt Paulus. Two foul shots upcoming. For number three to Sear Jones. Bob, it's the right call. There was contact. It's just once again the whistle coming way too late. Way too late that time. It's the second time the same official. Same official, that's right. Same official coming in way too late behind the play to make the call. First free throw is good to Sear Jones. Cuts it to one, 57-56, to play. And see, this is what we were talking about earlier, Bob, about, you know, I didn't, we, were, we were briefly mentioning it but LaSalle just still trying to learn how to put the put, you know put the, the, the foot on the throat and now they've allowed Cardinal LaHara to climb back all the way in and tie this one up Kiska inside off the glass good really strong over the outstretched arm of Shahir Brown Morris full court pressure for the Explorers and all of a sudden Peebles behind the defense again, off the glass and good. And there could have been a foul call as well on Chrysler. I just don't know how you can let that happen. They're getting him and out I on the Coach, outlet. I think Coach Dempsey's saying the same thing. How can we keep losing him in transition? He's the best player on the floor. 36 we're saying, Joe. That's what we're going with. Timeout, Joe Dempsey. Right, 5.30 you know, you know to play. here. Wow, 59 apiece. We'll come back. And you are listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, a great one here in Winmore, Pennsylvania. This portion of today's game brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292. Welcome back. Matt Paulus to inbound. Explorers tied. 5.30 to play. They get it into the left wing, and now Kiska has it on the block. Maneuvers across the lane, puts it up. No good. Had his own rebound. Now Simon has it. How did that not go down? Hit the rim three times. He gets it back. Inside. Ball's on the turf, and a foul comes against Cardinal O'Hara. Shahir Brown Morris 
was on the floor. But that's great hustle on both teams. And, boy, I tell you, everybody in the gym applauding right all now. All effort, all effort. Sean Simon, Conrad Kiska both hitting the floor. O'Hara hitting it as well. This is an absolute battle here at LaSalle College High School. They throw it away. What a catch from Peebles to the basket. It's good. Went up stronger than Allen Powell. It wasn't a good inbounds pass. And all of a sudden, Cardinal O'Hara leads 61-59. But how about Peebles that time? Like pick, picking that pass out of the air like he's wow. a wider, like Calvin Jones streaking down there. Picked it, put it around the floor to avoid the contact, avoid the travel. And turns it into an easy two points. Kiska fouled by Shahir Brown-Morris as he goes to the basket, and that looks like the Explorers' offense right now. It's unfortunate, Joe, because there was a time in this game where they were moving the ball very well, but right now they're just saying, let's get it to our horses and try to go up and get buckets. And that's what Kiska is right now for them. Yeah, the two sophomores have really stepped up big time today in Conrad Kiss Kistler. Excuse me, Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler. But unable to convert on the first one there, Bob. Missed the first. 4.50 to play. LaSalle trails 61-59. to By the way, I hate to go back and do this, but who's Calvin Jones? That's my bad. <laughs> Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. <laughs> That's quite all right, man. My bad. My bad. I didn't need to I'm do that to you. I'm embarrassed. To Sear Jones now after the make from Conrad Kiska. Up the floor with the basketball. Lions lead 61 to 60 on the road at LaSalle. You see where my head was at with the Lions, though, right? What's that now? You see where my head oh, was I do. Absolutely no do. Way. Oh, he's fouled. Jalen Peebles. A late call comes from across the floor. There's an official right there. That's Same not official, your call. Joe. <laughs> That's not your call, sir. <laughs> he was, I mean, he, he's, he's blocked by. Oh, that's terrible. Three foul shots. He was fouled shooting a three oh. from the left wing by Alan Powell, his I, second foul. Whether it was a foul or not, it's not your call. Peebles hits oh, the first. That's terrible. Joe, I'll, I'll leave you to, to your yourself there for a couple minutes. But, no, I, I, that's a huge call in this game. Wow. Second foul shot, good. 63-60. Yeah, that was a tough. I mean, that's a pretty tough matchup, though. Allen Powell having to go up against yep. Peebles. It's good. They good. can't stop him. No, they no, cannot stop only, him. And the only chance of doing it is with Jared Stukes. Good to see him check back into the game after a quick respite. All three go down. The third on the shooter's roll, and we're giving him 39 points, right, Joe? I think that's My 41, good, Bob. 41. My goodness. That's right, because the, uh, the steal and score. Now Stukes is fouled by Tasir Jones. He has his palms to the sky in dismay. But that's the seventh team foul on Cardinal O'Hara in the second half. Second on Tasir Jones personally. Stukes to the line shooting one and one. 421 to play. LaSalle trailing by four, Joe. Free throw is huge. You wouldn't know it by these te by, by the, the, the records, but you know, or, or you might think differently. But this has been a really well played, tough game between two teams that are really desperate for a win. Desperate desperation is exactly the word. Jared Stukes hits the first, earns his second. Allen Powell back into the game. Zach Chrysler comes off. Second free throw short. Rebound by Chris Johnson. Kiska, I think, let go at exactly the right yep. moment, Joe. Yep. That was no doubt. almost over the back. 
Jones, double team comes on him. They find Johnson. Fires, no good. He had Trip Pierce on the strong yeah. side block. Man, I tell you. Bad miscue from Johnson. Now Stukes to the lane, high off the glass, no good. And fouling is Conrad Kiska going for the offensive rebound. He doesn't like the call. I, I hate the call because Kiska had nothing to do with the contact. Chris Johnson and Tazir Jones ran into each other. Kiska just happened to be in the in the general vicinity and gets a foul call against him. So now Jared Stukes into the game with four fouls. Conrad Kiska has four fouls. Up to the scorer's table comes Zach Chrysler. It'll be Chris Johnson to shoot two at the line. Yeah, I, uh, Bob, unless uh, you tell me, I, I'm, uh, maybe I'm missing it. I thought that was just contact on contact between t- two players from the same team. They both hit the deck. I, I, I don't know. Sure. It's, I, 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 I think, I think that that's reasonable. Call. I think that's I think reasonable. Wrong call. Johnson hits the first, 65-61. 3.56 to play fourth quarter. Second free throw, good. Cardinal O'Hara leads by five on the road at LaSalle. LaSalle one and three on the year in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Such a huge possession here for LaSalle. Such a huge possession. They now trail by five. They're largest depths of the second half. Good screen. Simon can't hit the point blank look. Chrysler traveled with the basketball. It'll go the other way. And that's really a shame for LaSalle, Joe, because it was great offense. The handoff for Jared Stooks set a wonderful screen for Simon, who had a point-blank look with the left hand and missed it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Simon with the first missed opportunity. But e- even underneath the basket that time, a lot of contact, no call. And there's a foul. Matt Paulus is called for the foul. Joe Dempsey doesn't like it. Tasir Jones was ridden out of bounds. LaSalle had the Lions really flustered. Deep in the backcourt, probably four seconds to five seconds had already expired, and LaSalle almost had two steals in the process. The reason I say the expiration of seconds is even if Paulus just stands up right there on the baseline, they're going to have a tough time getting that across in 10 seconds, Joe. But I think you mentioned head coach Joe Dempsey's frustrations. I think it goes back to the last offensive possession for the Explorers where, they, where it was a very similar scenario with Johnson almost riding Chrysler out of bounds, likewise taking them almost entirely underneath his own basket. Um, so I think it's cutting both ways here where Coach Dempsey's looking for some reciprocity. No good on both free throws for Tasir Jones. The door is open for LaSalle. 3.30 to play. They trail by five. Plenty of time here for the Explorers. But it's turned over by Alan Powell. He tips it and gets it right back. Tasir Jones didn't need to pass that one, but thought he had Peebles up ahead. Powell on the baseline, thought he could have traveled with it. Simon dashes baseline, puts it up, and is fouled by Trip Pierce. Sure. <laughs> but what a big, I'll tell you, though, you want to talk about somebody that needed, needed a little break there. It was Alan Powell. He gave him almost, well, he did another turnover. Steals it right back, though. Big break for LaSalle. Free throw good from Sean Simon, 66-62. Joe, I think we're going to look back at these past two things if LaSalle is able to get right back into this game, which with this free throw from Simon, which he hits, they are within one possession, 3-11 to play. Full court pressure from LaSalle. Here's Tasir Jones. But remember, Joe, two missed free throws from Tasir Jones, a near steal that he did have against Alan Powell. He had an open look for Peebles, couldn't get it high enough, would have been an easy bucket. Now a three is short. Simon goes up Great strong hustle. and gets the rebound. Intensity here at LaSalle. Stooks to the basket. Good look 
for Paulus for the tie. No good. Rebound pulled away. There should be a travel, and there is. Number 23, Chris Johnson, yanked it away from Zach Chrysler, but using all his might to do so, spun his wheels, hit the floor, and is called for the walk. So we're going to remember this past 45 seconds, Joe. A force three from Shahir Brown-Morris. That Simon goes up and gets a big rebound. We're going to miss the two, forget the, or I'm never going to forget the two missed free throws from Tasir Jones. And then the near steal and score from Peebles. Leaving the door wide open for LaSalle. Five-point swing. Paulus for three in the tie. That time it's good. Tie game at 66. Two minutes, 41 seconds to play. A timeout for LaSalle. 30-second timeout on the floor. The Explorers have come all the way back in the past minute. And, you know, you love to see that from your senior, Matt Paul, struggling mightily here in the second half from beyond the arc. But what do shooters do? Keep on shooting. Keep on shooting. And he did it there, knocks it down, ties it up. Huge three from your senior. Paulus hit a big one against Archbishop Carroll to give him a one-point lead. They couldn't finish that one off, but that was very timely on his perspective as well. A game where he was struggling. That was his only three points of that game. This he's had, I think, four triples now, Joe. But Paulus wasn't even close on his last two or three. That time knocked it pure. Yeah, yeah, and when LaSalle needed it most. You know, we're talking about O'Hara leaving, the, leaving that door open. Um, now LaSalle with an opportunity to walk through it. Going to stay in that full-court press. I like this. I like this full-court pressure as long as you don't let the ball get into the hands of Peebles. Yep, that's where they're having the most success right now. They're going to move Sean Simon back to prevent the runout by Peebles. Johnson has it now. Tessier Jones spins out of trouble, guarded by Jared Stukes. 2.31 to play. Jones spins, gets past Stukes to the bucket. No good. Might have been a piece. And now Simon goes down and travels. Whoa. Could have been a foul called against Peebles. None called. Very similar to the play on the other end where Chris Johnson spun out, trying to pull it away from Zach Chrysler and went down. Wow. You think more contact that time, I thought Joe. a lot more. I thought, Desir, I thought there was a push by Desir Jones as well, not just Peebles. Peebles. Baseline three. No good. Rebound to Johnson. Puts it up. No foul call. Now another shot. No good from Peebles. Simon with the save on the baseline. Allen Powell will bring it up, and LaSalle is slow into their offense. O'Hara was back quickly. Man-to-man -man defense for the Lions. It's tied at 66. Stooks to the bucket. Fouled. Trip Pierce, and he is done. Five fouls for Trip Pierce, the sophomore. Well, who are you going to blame now, Bob? I don't know. I got nothing, Joe. But, you know, it's I'm really all out of be, ammo. It's got to be so frustrating, though, for you if you're Coach Harrigan for O'Hara. A lot of contact on the opposite end for, for O'Hara underneath their own basket, no call. Yep. Then you get one, well, no doubt about it. I mean, there was no question that yep. Jared Suits just got fouled on that shot. But, um, you know, to, to have that no call. Here's what I saw, Joe. I thought on the other end, Jalen Peebles – threw out a chicken wing to create space in the lane, put it up. I also thought there was contact on the rebound against Chris Johnson, certainly, but I can understand why Harrigan would be upset now. Also Dempsey, though, because on this end you see Stukes really arm bar off with that left arm while he tried to finish with the right. Of course, Trip Pierce comes down with the left hand as well. So really on both ends of both possessions, I, I think you could have called two fouls either way. Yeah, and, and this is, I mean, this is just a sign of two, you know, 
respectfully, two very desperate teams that just know yes. they got to win. Like, we got to do whatever we can, whatever it takes to win this game. Yep. Now, Sal, Bob, good to see him get back ahead. Stukes hits the first free throw, 67-66, and hits the second. 7-0 run for LaSalle. This place is getting loud here. How about the senior knocking down two big free throws? Tessier Jones. Head fake gets by Chrysler off the glass and good. What a move from Jones, the junior. Wow. Just a little head fake, Joe. It's the all hesitation it took. dribble. It's all it took. Whew. It's all it took. It's like Le'Veon Bell run through the hole. Just that little delay, little head fake there. Got Chrysler out of position. Jared Stukes backs it up to the logo. He's guarded by Martin Osai. They're getting the bigger man on Stukes. Good luck on the baseline to Chrysler. He traveled again. Travel comes first. That's a good call. He was clocked after Joe, but absolutely lost the pivot foot first. And you know what it was? He was looking to get that contact. He thought the contact was coming. Nobody was there when he went to throw his body into it. Yep. Lost his balance. Ended up tripping an easy call for the officials. And not much argument from head coach Joe Dempsey. I think he saw it, saw it the same way. Tessier Jones. Jones to the elbow, spins. They're looking to get it to Jalen Peebles. Jared Sukes is following him everywhere on the floor. 67 seconds to play. Joe, you think I'm they hold you, for one? I'm uh, if I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so tempted to do it, but when you have someone that can make a shot. Whoa, Whoa. it's turned over. Jared Stukes, two numbers. It's blocked. Chris Johnson goes up and hammers it against the glass. Timeout, LaSalle as they get the offensive rebound. Matt Paulus went up with the left hand. And Chris Johnson emphatically says no. Man, you want to talk about a missed call. There was way too much contact on that block to not be a foul, Bob. Come on. Wow. Come on. Wow. They rode him all the way out of bounds. Wow. Timeout on the floor. And head coach Joe Dempsey still having a conversation with, well, your favorite official, Joe. Well, he's the youngest guy out there, and for a reason. He, you know, I think he's just—he's behind on a lot of the calls today. The, 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 it's ah, uh, oh, oh, that was such a foul. Oh well, LaSalle keeps possession. That's that's they do. What's going to be important here? Now you just have to have an inbounds play ready, drawn up, and ready to go. We bring you commercial free to the end of regulation, brought to you by our sponsors, Dunphy Ford in the Northeast and Hallen Hess O'Connell, our legal partners in Huntington Valley. Bob Long, Joe winning alongside. For those of you just joining us, it's been back and forth the whole game. LaSalle led by five at the half. The third quarter margin was cut to just two by a late three from Jalen Peebles. He's got over 40 points today, 41 points at last count, Joe. And now we sit 68 apiece. Cardinal O'Hara looked to be saving for the final shot, and it was just a horrific pass across the floor. You Lazy. Yeah. Stolen by Jared Stooks. Led to the opportunity at the basket that you heard a lot of commotion about, as well as our commentary just a minute ago before the timeout. A ferocious block from Chris Johnson against Matt Paulus, who tried to go up for a left-handed finish. LaSalle got it back and called a full timeout. Here we are, tied at 68. You talk about cold water running through your veins, though. Who do I want getting the ball here? I want my senior, Matt Paulus, taking this shot. That's what I'm drawing up. I'm drawing up a three-point look from one of the wings for Matt Paulus. 49 seconds to play, fourth quarter. Sean Simon will inbound. Having some trouble, lobs it in for Paulus. 
Paulus nearly poked away from behind by Peebles. Dempsey wanted a foul call. Now a lazy pass from Simon somehow gets to Jared Stukes. Tell you what, Joe, if Jones saw that earlier, you're looking at two the other way. Bob, if you're if you're LaSalle now, you're holding for one. I, I got Absolutely. Got 27 seconds to play. Peebles out guarding Jared Stukes. Stukes gets by him through the lane. Looks for Zach Chrysler thrown away. Chris Johnson, they have numbers. He spins up the floor. Peebles to the bucket. Runs over Paulus. An offensive foul. Jalen Peebles. So calm and cool and collected all day long. This time just runs like a train through Paulus, who was set up in the lane. An easy call for the referee. Wow, great job by Matt Paulus. You can tell us feeling the effects of just got ran over by a freight train and Javon Peebles. Wow, Jalen Peebles. He had Shahir Brown Morris wide open underneath the basket as well. 13 seconds to we play, Joe. We haven't talked Joe. a lot about his passing abilities today, Bob. Wow. Stukes across the timeline with seven to shoot, tied at 68. Stukes, pass Peebles, into the lane, puts it up, and is fouled. The senior. Number four, Martin Osai. He started the game, but we haven't heard much from him since. And Osai got Stukes up above the head. Couldn't get it over the front rim, but he still gets two shots at it. 3.0 seconds to play. Big time. Here in the fourth and final quarter, O'Hara will get a look, but Stukes has to hit one first. Last time Stukes got the opportunity, cut through the lane. He it's, ended up being a little too unselfish trying to dish it to Chrysler. This time kept it himself, got to the free throw line. Bob, take us home, baby. LaSalle 1-3 in Philadelphia Catholic League play. They need this win. Wood and Goretti. Come on Friday and Sunday, respectively. Stukes hits the first. They lead 69 to 68. O'Hara is going to need to score here. Stukes hits the second. Timeout on the floor. Head coach Joe Dempsey. And we'll extend this to a full timeout. 3.0 seconds to play, 70 to 68. The whole floor to go for Cardinal O'Hara drawing up the play as we speak. If you're Jason Harrigan, the head coach for the Lions, Joe, what are you drawing up? I, I don't care if it takes four screens. you got to get, got, have to have the ball in people's hands. He's got to, you got to try to design something to get it to him, at least at the three-point line. And he's so fast, so strong. you got to think he can get at least to the opposite free throw to get a shot off. I think it, you got to give it, got to get the ball right in his hands. You think Jason Harrigan's in there, pure Gene Hackman style, saying we're going to use Jalen Peebles as a decoy, we're going to run the picket fence? No. And then the players are in there saying, what's going on, coach? And Peebles steps up and says, I'll make it, coach. No. You don't think that scene's going on and seen out of Hoosiers? Yeah, no. I think it's just, <laughs> I think it's real simple. Just give me the ball. That's it. As, if, if there's anything we've learned today, like you were talking about earlier, you know, he had the, he had the open uh, Tazir Jones on the drive. He's not going to be looking to dish it either. If Peebles gets his hands on his ball, he's going to be the one to take this shot. Boy, there are so many plays we're going to remember about this game. Maybe more than any, Matt Paul is stepping in and taking that charge against Tazir Jones. Now we sit three seconds to play. Cardinal O'Hara has to go the full length of the floor. They trail by two. Peebles is deep on the opposite top of the key. Comes toward the basketball. Gets the inbounds. Has time. Has to launch. 
and does for the win. No good. Off the rim. No good. LaSalle escapes. Jalen Peebles got the look. Really the best look you could have wanted, Joe. It hits softly off that back iron, pops straight into the air, and fell harmlessly to the side. LaSalle, a winner, 70-68 to at home against a desperate Cardinal O'Hara team behind 41 points from Jalen Peebles that brought an 0-4 team within two of putting themselves right back in and in the Catholic wow. League. And if you're LaSalle, boy, here you are right back in and in the Catholic League, two and three. Some momentum going to play Wood on Friday. And take a big, deep breath after that one. I know we were all holding it when Peebles got that shot off. Pretty much like we like we called it, Bob. It was, you know, get it to him right around the free throw line, three-point line. He's so fast, he was able to get down the court, put himself in a position to win it on a three. And... You know, for both teams. I mean, LaSalle. If they would have walked away with it from this game with a loss, we would have been talked. About, we would have talked about missed opportunities in the third, in the early part of the fourth quarter. For O'Harris, likewise. You know, they weren't able to capitalize on some turnovers and and and, or a lot, and the opposite situation. LaSalle's early foul troubles right. in the second half. O'Hara not able to capitalize. LaSalle gets that huge win to get them to two and three. A win on Friday night bounces you back out in the Catholic League, and what a big win that would be. Would, that would be. We talked about it coming into the game here, Joe. This is a team that hosted a playoff game last year, number four, LaSalle. They had four losses last year in the Philadelphia Catholic League. This loss here would have put them right at that four mark with eight games left in the regular season. Now instead, they're two and three, some momentum, a big-time home game this afternoon, and they held it off just by, wow, inches, right? Back iron from about five feet beyond the three-point line. That's it. Peebles got all the way from the top of the key on the other end of the floor to the top of the key essentially on his attacking basket in three seconds. Mm-hmm. It, it's phenomenal what we saw out of Jalen Peebles tonight, and I think you're going to have a lot of lessons learned in that locker room about how to defend someone else's best player. But LaSalle hung in. It was a coin flip in the last two minutes, Joe, and it landed up heads for but LaSalle. What, for, for- but for your senior, Jared Suits, to step up and knock down hu- two huge, huge, huge free throws. Absolutely. Huge free throws to give you that two-point lead. Joe, I was going to ask you before that free throw was taken whether you missed that. Yeah, three seconds, that's a good, three, good question. Three questions is close. You're not going to get a two at that point anyway, so you're just kind of deciding what type of three-point look you want someone to take. Have time to call a timeout? Yeah. Or yeah. run the floor? Well, Off I can't the miss. second guess it now. Give, no, they won the, the w, game. But you're they right. won the I, game. It's, it, it is certainly food for thought moving forward, whether they whether they would execute it, execute it the same way. I always say, you know, generally I'm a big advocate of take the points. Yep, take the points because you know if, if he's able if, if you miss the second one, somebody fouls right or, or a foul somewhere in the middle of the floor or a sure. long miss gets it out, able to get out in transition. Yep. and and score, you know, score two. Um, yeah, I'm always an advocate of taking the points, but it's a good, it's a good point, especially with the pace of this game. Um, but with both teams being in the double bonus, a foul would have crushed you. Would have crushed you sending, uh, sending one of the lines to the free throw line on a miss. Wow, Joe. Cardinal O'Hara, they, they put it all out there tonight. I mean, you have to respect them and give them credit for the way they came out and played this basketball game. They came out ready. They knew what they needed. They just were a possession short from getting there. They fall to 4-9, and 0-5 oh in the Philadelphia Catholic League. LaSalle up to 8-6 and 2-3 and and in the Catholic League. And 
Is there anything you saw in this basketball game that sticks out to you? Positive, negatively, hopefully not indifferent? No, I, just to play the two sophomores, Chrysler and Kiska, uh, both double-digit scorers today. Um, and it was good to see, you know, I know Matt Paul is coming off a three-point performance. Good to see him get off, make a couple big, big threes. Um, still, you know, would like to see a little bit more consistency in that area, but um, made some big threes, especially when LaSalle really needed as they started edging themselves back into the game to one point taking an eight-point advantage, um, which was dwindled away. But LaSalle able to hold on at home with a two-point win, get themselves a two-and-three in Catholic League play, and get ready for arguably their toughest matchup of the year coming up this Friday night against uh, Archbishop Wood. And that Archbishop Wood game will be live on Bob Long Sports. It'll be from Arcadia University, and we appreciate everybody who joined us here this afternoon, and we hope you have the opportunity to join us back on Friday night. That game moved back, Joe, from 7 o'clock p.m., where it was originally going to be in the Wood Gym, to 8.30 p.m. at Arcadia University. Please join us then, and then on Sunday on the 22nd at 2.30 p.m., on the road at Newman Goretti. That'll be a fun one. I hope to have you there for That's that. That's going to be a battle. That's going to be a battle. That'll be a lot of fun. And then home for Bishop McDevitt, home against Roman Catholic, home against St. Joseph's Prep on Friday, February 3rd. So a three-game homestand there before you go away to West Catholic, home to Father Judge, senior night on the 10th. And then on the road at Archbishop Ryan on the 12th. That's the rest of the way, Joe. That's it. And so you hear that schedule, and you hear some of the teams, Roman Catholic, Newman Goretti, Archbishop Wood, Father Judge is playing good basketball. Yep. That right there, reading off those names, exemplifies how important this game was. Oh, this one gets away from you. And you're talking about you know, it, it, an entirely different outlook on the season. Now you still you, you breathe life back into your season with a win like this. Um, you know, make no mistake about it. There, these two teams are going to be are going to be fighting probably all season long for that last spot. That that seven eight spot probably you know some yep. unless you know LaSalle could get hot and get into that six but I don't see it Be only because they're so singularly minded offensively I don't know that O'Hara has that same ability to cl- claw their way out to as high as six sure but for the Explorers this could be the turning point in the season where we look back and say you know they needed it they got it and it springboarded uh, and a nice rebound in the second half of the year. Boy, in many ways, as that basketball goes toward the rim, the entire gym holds their breath, Joe, and they see the season hanging in the balance. It went awry, and LaSalle finds themselves with new life. Great win for the Explorers. Got to capitalize on the momentum now and uh, get ready for Colin Gillespie and the Wood Vikings. Joe, thanks, man. See you Friday night. My pleasure. Joe winning here, Bob Long, and thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll take a, uh, take a, a week-long break, we'll say, five days, and we'll be back on Friday night, 8.30 tip at Arcadia University. LaSalle wins a squeaker here, 70-68, to 68, as Jalen Peebles' three at the end goes awry. We'll see you on Friday night.